You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Vancouver election controversy: What's in a usual name? By Christopher Chung, September 28, 2022. If you want to run for office in Vancouver, there's a box on the candidacy form that says usual name. There isn't much information about what constitutes a usual name, just that this is the name you go by and what ultimately shows up on the ballot. If your legal name is Kenneth Sim, but everyone knows you as simply Ken Sim, then that's what you'd put down. If you have a legal name like Thuan Chien Lai, but go by a name to cater to English speakers like Tim Lai, then you might put down the latter. Two elections ago in 2014, one candidate decided to try something different. Audrey Siegel, who is Musqueam, included her ancestral name on the form and wrote Audrey Siegel Sentna T. It was a first for the Vancouver ballot. Last election in 2018, council candidate Brandon Yen decided to include his Chinese name beside his English name. It was the first for a Chinese name. This precedent left Iona Bonamus wondering what to put down on her form this year. I thought long and hard," said Bonamus, who is running for council with One City, the same party as Yen. I know the negative attention Brandon Yen received when he decided to use it. Bonamus took her husband's last name, of Portuguese origin, after marriage. But as a Canadian born of Chinese heritage, she also has a Chinese name that she uses. She ended up including it on her form. For candidates like her who have names in other languages that they go by. She says, "Including is an expression of our authentic self." Bonamus ended up being one of 15 candidates who included names in other languages on their forms, mostly Chinese, but also Farsi and Vietnamese. However, Vancouver's chief election officer stepped in. She filed an application to provincial court to have those names in other languages disallowed. Her argument: candidates were not using their usual names. What's in a usual name? Vancouver's candidate information package includes next to no information about what it considers as a usual name. The lack of clarity has allowed names of fringe candidates with names like Roller Girl and Mrs. Doubtfire to run on ballots. What the package does say is that a usual name can be different from one's legal name and can be challenged by another nominee or the chief election officer, who is currently Rosemary Hajiwara. Hajiwara argued that a number of candidates who've run for office in the past did not include names from other languages as part of their usual name, specifically mentioning Vision Vancouver School Board candidate Alan Wong, the NPA's council candidate Melissa DiGenova, and the party's mayoral candidate Fred Harding. In the case of Harding, Hajiwara also mentioned that he did not include a Chinese name with his initial application, only adding it on three days later. On September 15, the provincial judge said it would be unfair to proceed with the challenge with the October 15 election so near. As a result, all 15 candidates were allowed to keep their names from other languages as part of their usual name on this year's ballot. The matter remains unresolved, but it's raised a sensitive question about inclusion versus cultural appropriation. Are candidates submitting names in other languages because it's part of their identity, 
or are they just including them on the ballot under the belief that they might attract more votes? Pandering or part of their community? Bonamisa's Chinese name was given to her at birth. On the other hand, she noticed that a number of her fellow candidates who've added a Chinese name to the ballot, many of them from the NPA party, appear to have been given one later in life. If they're using it just for the sake of the election, she says it's pandering and cultural appropriation. Some of those candidates argued for their inclusion as part of their usual name. NPA mayoral candidate Harding's response to critics, he's had his Chinese name for years because his wife, the singer Zhang Mi, is Chinese. It wasn't just plucked out of a hat, he told the Canadian press. To anyone who says it's not his usual name, Harding says, you really don't know me. NPA Council candidate Dijanova's response to critics, she was given her Chinese name by members of the local Chinese community as she pretty much grew up in Chinatown with her father, she told CTV. Dijanova is of Italian ancestry, but she said that by using her Chinese name, she gets to honor it and show that I also am a part of their community and I'm here to listen and represent them. An offensive assumption Yen, the candidate who in 2018 was the first to include his Chinese name as part of his usual name, has been watching the ballot name challenge this year. He knows candidates had been watching him too. At a recent car-free day, a candidate came up to him and was bending over backwards to explain their Chinese name to him. I could have told you when I became involved in that controversy in 2018 that this was going to be an issue in upcoming elections, he said. They, had four years in the intervening time, to figure it out. The fact that election officials didn't is frustrating. Yen was caught up in the challenge himself back in 2018 after he submitted his Chinese name as part of his usual name. There wasn't much to it, he asked the official at the city if he could, and they said it was acceptable as long as it's his usual name. Two school board candidates called the decision unfair, even filing a notice of claim to the BC Supreme Court. They eventually dropped legal action due to the quickly approaching election. Aside from the formal challenge, there were quite a few folks, mostly random from the internet, but also, in-community people, who had nasty things to say, said Yin. They perceived it was playing to some kind of weird advantage. Yen did not win a council seat. The idea that a name in a non-Latin script would give a candidate an advantage is something that Kevin Huang has heard over the years. Huang is the executive director of the Hua Foundation, a non-profit that works on issues of racial equity and civic engagement. That's a very offensive assumption, he said. It's kind of demeaning, as if we don't have civic literacy to make our own choices, so we vote for the people who have Chinese names thinking they might stand with us. For racialized people in Canada, carrying names that English speakers aren't used to is often a disadvantage, said Huang. That goes for children facing racism at school or, as studies have shown, people with non-white names rejected for employment. Experiences like immigration and discrimination lead people to adopt or even be given a new name to fit in, said Huang. Kevin, for example, is not part of his legal name. Heritage is important, especially for indigenous folks, that, right to use their heritage names in a colonial society, if we really want to address white supremacy and colonialism. So many racialized folks have to give up their original names in the public sphere. 
It's well-known that language continues to be a barrier for civic participation, adds Huang. His non-profit has worked on campaigns during the pandemic to ensure that locals who speak other languages than English and French were able to access health guidelines, vaccines and employment supports. Of the candidates that are claiming Chinese names they've received later in life as part of their usual name, Huang hopes that rather than fighting for the right to use it, they advocate for the right for more language justice across the board, across civic processes. Translating a ballot, he suggests, would be a boon for accessibility. Heritage and homophones As in the past two elections, this 2022 election resulted in some firsts for the Vancouver ballot. Vision Vancouver Council candidate Honey Barzagari is the first person to have a Persian name included. Forward Together Council candidate Tasika Truong is the first to have both a Chinese and Vietnamese name and Truong Tuan. The remaining 13 candidates included a Chinese name. In Metro Vancouver, it's common to see politicians running for all levels of government advertise themselves with more than just their Latin character name on lawn signs and social media. Conservative MP Wai Young included her Chinese name as well as a Punjabi name, while Liberal MP Herjit Sajjan, the Minister of International Development, included his Punjabi name as well as a Chinese name. NDP MP Don Davies' signs have a total of four names, including his Chinese, Punjabi and Vietnamese names. However, these names do not show up on the ballot. It's common for non-English news media or campaign managers to give Canadian politicians' names in other languages. One road is to create a simple homophone, like Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's Chinese name, Delujuo and Pinyin from Mandarin. For Chinese names, a more challenging route is to turn the English name into the typical Chinese format of a single-character surname followed by a two-syllable given name but with somewhat of a homophone so that Chinese readers will still know who it is. For example, the Chinese name of Jody Wilson-Raybould, the former attorney general, is, or Wang Jody, in pinyin. When choosing a homophone, there is also the challenge of choosing to cater to Mandarin or Cantonese speakers, as a name could lose its homophone in the other language. The several NPA candidates who've included a Chinese usual name they appear to have been given later in life follow the simpler homophone route. Cinnamon Bayani is Zinamangyani. Dave Pazin is Daifu Pashin. If a public individual isn't a household name, like a municipal politician, it's unlikely that Chinese language media would use an individual's Chinese name without its Latin alphabet counterpart. For example, the newspapers Ming Pao and Sing Tao both include the name Fred Harding alongside his Chinese name. Judgment Pending the provincial judge, who said it was unfair to proceed with the ballot names challenge before the 2022 election adjourned the matter for an unspecified date. The legal ruling is going to be fascinating, said Huang. What constitutes proper use and history of use? Whatever the judge decides, he hopes there will be some sort of threshold to determine what constitutes a usual name. Candidates really need to do the work and tell the story of how they use the name, said Huang. How were they given the name? Is it just beyond elections that they're using it? If you have a long history of usage, beyond electoral politics and beyond the ballot, fine. Having this clarity would mean a lot to Vancouverites hoping to run for office in the linguistically diverse city. According to the 2016 census, 
26% of residents speak a language other than English or French at home. The bulk of that includes over 60,000 Cantonese speakers, over 30,000 Mandarin speakers, about 8,125 Punjabi speakers and 9,600 Tagalog speakers. As for Brandon Yen, who didn't end up winning a council seat last election, his brush with the name controversy was just one step on his journey to reconcile with his identity. Growing up in Langley, Chineseness wasn't something I readily embraced, he said. I tried to distance myself from being the other. Our high school was fairly homogenous, mostly white folks. We had a Korean exchange program. I can remember at the beginning of every school year, doing attendance for the first time, they'd ask the new Korean folks in your classroom where they're from, and they'd ask me the same question. I had been at that school forever. As an adult, I'm trying to reconnect and embrace my culture and heritage. Thanks for stopping by the Taiyi today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the Taiyi.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.